Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. So, it's been some time. And here I am to share some thoughts. Last time a podcast was was released was in August. August 4th, I believe. I had Amy Mastrini on, uh, artist from um, Evansburg. And we were talking about some things. And it's been a lot of... uh, Ups and downs on the, my roller coaster of life since then. Um, it is November 29th, 9.10 p.m. Hanukkah, from the calendar that I'm looking at, uh, begins at sundown yesterday, so I guess <laughs> today is the first full day. Um, these past couple months have been a challenge as I have started a company, started a new job, lost some, some close friends to COVID. But in those transitions and in those changes and in those uncertain times, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about yourself and you can I guess I had to go through some some introspection. Seeing massive change in the loss of, of people puts your life into perspective and, you know, makes you reevaluate your priorities. What matters, who matters. Things that you should be doing, things that you shouldn't be doing. So sometimes, you know, that takes getting quiet. It takes going in and, and looking at yourself. And that's what I've been doing. It's been uh, uh, interesting and difficult to say the least, but the more I try to focus my attention on God and Jesus, the better my walk is, the more confident I am, the more sure I am, the more things come to me in a light that is good. But when I fall off the path, when I start going into bad thinking or not doing the things every day that keep me well, which we'll get into, because I think uh, this this podcast is going to be how do you how do you keep yourself well? How do you keep going when um, when hard times hit and when you're going through some dark nights of the soul? And uh, I have a couple lists here and my notebooks spread out. All over my desks here. I have one, two, three desks <laughs> uh, for all my notebooks and books. And, you know, I'm going to go back to something of the past for listeners who, uh, before. We're going to go five things I see right now. So I'm in my spare bedroom upstairs. And this room, this room has been a lot of different rooms. It was a workout room. It was the spare bedroom with a bed in it. It was the... The library. Well, now, well, and also the the, the t-shirt shop. It's still that, but now it's an actual office. Got desks in here, bookshelves, all my books, all my all my client information, and everything is organized in a place that it feels good. It feels like this is where it's at. And you know what changed the whole game? I painted the entire room white. Something about a fresh coat of paint, people. 
There's something to be said about that, you know? Clean, cleanliness, change. Investing in the work to do it. It feels good in here. And it makes me uh, want to want to work, want to create. You know, I think it's very important to, to build a space for the certain things that you're going to do in that room. When this room is to create and to build, you know, the bedrooms to sleep, the, the kitchens to eat, the living rooms to I do workouts in there. But, but you know... It's, I think that's a good thing. So, ba- okay, we're in, the, we're in that room. And five things that I see. So this is something that can help you bring you into the moment, to stay in it, to stay present. Um, so five things you see. For me, number one, I'm looking at my desk lamp. And on it, it says false with the outline of Dwight K. Schrute's face. I love The Office, and uh, Dwight is my favorite character. So that's one. Number two, I see a picture of my mom smiling, holding her her dog Brody. Uh, I look at I look at that. That brings me back to center, and she's smiling in such a, a beautiful way that uh, it's the smile that I remember her in. Uh, I see a picture of my friend Luke, who passed away August fifteenth of this year to COVID complications, and uh, you know it's it's quite amazing that his his card here let me read it to you it's very significant um to who luke was because he uh well let me read our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves who am i to be brilliant gorgeous talented fabulous actually who are you not to be you are a child of god Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our our own fear, Our presence automatically liberates others. Marianne Williamson. So that, that quote hits, that quote, that quote hits hard and and I'm seeing that and I'm reading that and reliving it in the modern Luke right now and I miss him, but he, uh, he let his light shine and 100%, you know, anyone who knew Luke, that by him doing that, he unconsciously and maybe consciously gave other people the permission to do the same. I was one in, included in that. God bless you, Luke. Rest in peace, my brother. Thank you for everything. So that was number three. Number four, there's a hand. My hand print with a bunch of comments on it that I, I got in a peer support um, training. Something, what do you like about Josh? And I'm going to pick one randomly. Boom. Kind, curious, self-contemplative, and truly wants others to succeed too. Generous. Thank you. It's good to have things that remind you. And uh, my friend Michelle sent me a compliment book. And sometimes it's good to to remember the good things people say to you. Because, you know, sometimes you get in your head and 
the world gets dark and having reminders around to, to bring you back is a good thing. I mean, that you see my house, I have sticky notes everywhere. Um, do your best. <laughs> Be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personal. Don't make assumptions. For any of you that know that is the four agree- agreements um, by uh, Ron Miguel Ruiz. Good stuff. So that was four. Number five of a stay in it shirt. The first stay in it shirt. It is hanging above my desk, made by uh, my friend Caitlin. And um, that's the first one. It's uh, it's gonna be worth something, something someday. <laughs> but yeah, and it's a good reminder to um, remember how far you've come and to keep going and stay in it. So that's five things I see. Four things, hmm, four things I hear? Is that right? Hmm. Let's go feel. Four things I feel. So I feel the carpet on my feet. I feel my coffee cup. I feel my hands on this chair, the swivel chair. And I also feel the hair on my back. I have long hair now. I haven't cut it for almost two and a half years. Kind of crazy. Gonna keep going. All right, so see, feel, hear. So I hear the radio uh, downstairs. I have a radio constantly playing uh, in my house and it is an honor and and it's a remembrance of my grandfather in my grandmother's house. They they always had a, a radio on and it's actually the same radio God has graced me with. It's the same radio in my grandparents' house that they kept on to the oldie station. Now, I don't play the oldest station. I play K-Love. Uh, K- 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 uh, I have Christian music constantly going on in my house. Good good vibes spread in uh, through through that. And, you know, that's important to be to what you listen to. So constantly have it on in the background. It's nice. I can't quite hear the song, but it's good. I hear my cats upstairs going crazy. I don't know what they're doing. Emma and Luna just kind of running around up in the attic. They kind of took that over. Now that I have spirit, he's my um, Great Dane uh, Golden Doodle mix. And he kind of has rain of down here and uh, the darkness upstairs is for the cats. Pretty much everything the light touches is his. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, so two things I smell. Hmm. So... I smell, hmm, <laughs> okay, I smell the incense that I burned, I think it was called spiritual, and then I smell my tea, ginger tea, and I taste the tea as well, I'm on, um, I'm fasting at the moment, I just hit 25 hours going for 48 uh, be tomorrow at eight eight o'clock. Uh, felt like I needed to fast. You know, you ever feel that way? And then with the Advent uh, season coming up, the Advent fast for Orthodox Christianity started. Was it the nineteenth? Forget when it started, but it's a it's a good time to fast. It's good. And when you hit forty eight hours. Um, your, your immune system starts to change. And I'll, I'll give you some more facts about fasting I have right here in my notebook. So 
it regrows brain cells. Um, so when the, the longer you go, uh, autophagy happens and your body starts to produce BDNF. And that's like brain fertilizer that repairs um, old synapses and uh, creates new ones. So you're, you're essentially working on your memory and your memory there. It increases your mitochondria. So that's like the energy uh, in the cell. So you're going to have more energy. Uh, like I said, auto- uh, autophagy happens and that recycles old damaged proteins. So it's recycling and like, you know, using them. And that's anti-aging for anyone that's uh, looking to stay young. Um, stem cell production. Uh, so it, it increases that. So that's those are cells without purpose and they can go to repairing places in your body that need it, uh, in your brain, things like that. Decreases inflammation. That's that's exceptionally uh, valid for me. Um, working out a lot, running a lot, my knees and joints kind of have some inflammation, and it's it's good to 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 fast a little bit to decrease that. Uh, it fights against autoimmune diseases. Uh, decreases tumor growth, so it like starves them. So that's you know that's a good thing. Increases the antioxidants in your body, and and it improves the cells' resistance to strength, uh, stress. I'm sorry. So. Um, increases your stress tolerance and that's that's important because how much stress is there in the world you know um and i find i'm at 25 hours right now that uh i'm not very hungry like i'm not i could eat like i i was was just talking about salami and i was like damn like i could eat some salami right now uh uh and pepperoni but and she's dang see look what i started but, um, I'm clear headed. I'm calm. Um, you know, a lot of food we eat, especially if, uh, we're eating, what times we're eating and if we're eating carbohydrates or, you know, sugary processed foods, you, you really spike your, your, um, your blood sugar and your insulin. And that is, um, that affects your mood. That affects anxiety that affects depression so it's like you know you got to be conscious of of what you're eating you know because you are what you eat like regardless of you want to dismiss that cliche i i I said before it's like this i think the devil like uses cliches to like take you further away from the truth because it's like you are what you eat and how many times maybe have you heard you are what you eat and you're like yeah whatever screw it but it's true once you really believe like hear that it's true like, you know, if you're eating healthy, whole foods, lean proteins, vegetables, getting a lot of water, your body will show it. Your mind will show it too. You know, it's all connected here. It's all connected here. So that's a pretty good intro. 15 minutes, huh? If you're still with me. Let's get into, you know, how do you keep going? Um, uh, I'll say the first and the first and foremost thing is, is God, you know, I, um, I don't know where you're at, but that's where I'm at. And I put it up to God. I put it up to, to, to God and, in and through the example of Jesus Christ. And that's what I've found has given me the most comfort, the most solace, the most understanding, the most guidance, the most everything, everything where I sought before a lot of, um, you know, wisdom in the world. And, there is wisdom in the world. Of course there is. And there's things that 
um, are true before the coming of Jesus Christ. You know, God was here. God is always. Jesus, Jesus Christ is always as well. But before the Bible, you know. But I find in, in these hard times and in not, you know, looking to God always. What, what can I learn here? is um like what what are you trying to teach me god what can i learn here and what what gifts are you giving even though it seems very dark right now i i uh, i have number 5 here you know silver linings <sighs> you know my dad took his life when i was 18 it was very hard to see silver linings and honestly if someone came up to me Right after he died and said, hey, man, look for the silver linings, I would have probably punched him in the face. Right? I was 18. I was mad. But I've come to learn that sometimes the silver linings God gives you are a slow play. And I've seen the silver linings of my father's death more so now almost 15 years after after it. I've seen how me and my sisters have responded um, and turned into helping people in mental health and, and personal wellness. We all have jobs in mental health. Sister's a counselor. Uh, Abby's a, a peer support counselor. Um, all all want to help people go that are going through difficult challenges and i i'm i'm i would say that we probably found ourselves there but maybe not as as forthrightly or as purposeful as we are now if my father would have never committed that never taken his life and you know that's that's a beautiful thing that's a that's a that's a good thing so it's it's um it's tough sometimes to see the silver linings but you know, sometimes you don't see them until a little later. And having that hope and that faith that, hey, you know, God, I I don't know what this is right now. And it's really hard and it's really scary and I'm, I'm feeling really alone. But I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to work my butt off to be good and to do the right thing. So that, that brings me to like, uh, number one, be the good wolf. So I, I have a tattoo on my hand, my right hand. And it's a, it's a wolf and it is in remembrance and honor of a tale of an Indian tale that there are two wolves at war in your heart. And one is fed with greed, lust, anger, jealousy, doubt. The other is fed with love, compassion, understanding, empathy, wisdom, courage. They're constantly battling. Who wins? The one you feed. The one you feed. And this is this is deep for me because it's like being a good wolf doesn't mean that you are a tame wolf. But you have used, you have understood your powers 
and you use them for good and you control it. Jordan Peterson talks about being a monster. Being a monster capable of shouldering the world and fighting against evil. Learning to control it. To control your desires, the lustful desires or the greedy desires. Controlling them. That's important. Because, you know, you become a good wolf. Well, then you start to lead by example. And others start to follow suit. That doesn't mean that, you know, you take this path of righteousness that you will not be tested because you certainly will. But if your eyes are on the way and on, on Christ and, and on God and you're focused on being good and strong and courageous, Joshua 1.9, you will find the way. And God sends help. We were talking in church the other day about uh, angels. And it's like, for me, sometimes I forget about angels. I don't know. I just like, I'm just like God, God first for them. You know, that's like one of my little mantras. I, I, I say God first for them. And like, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I, I forget sometimes about the angels. And I, I apologize, angels, if you hear me. I'm sure you do. I don't mean to disrespect, but that's important. And um, they're a guardian angel. We were talking, how, how many times does... Uh, When you do the wrong thing, your guardian angel weeps. Weeps because they want you to come and be in your true home, heaven. But when you go against God, against Jesus, even if it's tiny, they weep. That's something to keep in mind. And you know, isn't that something, even if it's tiny? Well, that's the way that it starts, isn't it? Maybe it's porn that you're, you're facing, that you're, you're having hard times with. And it's like, well, maybe I'll just look at it for just a quick look. Well, then you find yourself looking. Then maybe you're downloading things. And then maybe you're going off in a room. And maybe it's this. And maybe now it's a... It can be a slippery slope. Or what about a lie? Just a, just a quiet lie. or uh, Just a short lie that you think won't hurt anybody. But then that lie spreads because you're feeding it. And that trickle gets stronger. And you're doing things again. And now you're lying to cover up your lie. And now you're lying to cover up the lie that was covering up the lie. And you're pulling the string and you're unraveling it. And the dam will break. So be careful and be mindful. Be mindful of what you're doing. Everything matters. All the decisions you make matter. No matter how big, no matter how small. And we got to be conscious about the decisions we make. I have that on here. It's like number 10. Everything matters. It's a big thing. Uh, When I was drinking, partying, screwing off, um, I had this attitude like, I don't care. Whatever. Living the moment was different from what the mindset of stay in it is. I was staying in the moment because I didn't want to face the future. And I want to look at the past. That's an unhealthy way to stay in it. We don't want to do that. Um, but that was the attitude I had. I didn't care. That doesn't matter. What I do doesn't matter. Yo, brother, sister, mother, father. 
it matters. It matters. Conscious decisions. They matter and they, they, don't, they don't just matter and affect you. They, they affect everyone around you. So, ship up. Wow. All right. Um, okay, let me ask you this question. If you're with me this far, it's 24, 21. Thank you. Mm. Got a best friend? Think of that person. You want the best for that person? Like truly, you love, you love this person. You want the best for them. You probably can see where they, they're blind spots. You're your, be- they're your best friend and you see where they're, you know, messing up or maybe they shouldn't be doing this thing here or maybe they shouldn't be talking to that girl and uh, you know what I mean? You know, you see the, you see the spots. Well, you're going to tell them, right? You're going to tell them the hard truths. If you're a good friend, if you're a true friend, me and my buddy always say, permission to speak freely. <laughs> and I love it because it's, it, I know it's probably something I'm not going to want to hear, but it's something that I need to hear. And shout out to Brendan Franchick for that. You're the man, bro. I love you very much. Um, but it's true. You're going to tell your best friend the things they need to hear. So treat yourself like your best friend. And yo, that's holding yourself to a standard. Looking at the things, telling yourself the things that you need to hear. The truth, the truth. Because it's real easy for us to get mixed up in lies, right? And live lies that we tell ourselves. Oh, it's not that bad. Or I, I can get away with that. Or, you know, yep, two more donuts. Who's going to know? Yeah. You know. God knows. You know? So treat yourself like your best friend. Take care of yourself. Work on yourself. And what's that mean? It's like, that doesn't... You don't have to be some crazy, super personal development person who's just constantly in it because action completes the magic, baby. You gotta, you gotta teach yourself and stuff, but you gotta put it in, into application. I find myself sometimes getting so wrapped up on learning, 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 learning that you gotta put to practice, man. So that's, a, that's something. You gotta work on yourself. And, and working on yourself is realizing, you know, your, your drawbacks or your hangups and working to correct them or doing things that you know you shouldn't do and doing the things you should do. And taking care of your health. Hey, you know, when I was down and out, like, and I, and I mean down and out, living on couches, living illegally up at UPJ, hiding over Christmas break from the, the, the police officers that are walking in to check the rooms for no people, literally hiding under their beds, stealing food, down and out, okay? Had nothing, a lot, a lot going. What did I, what could I, what could I do? Besides, you know, get my act together, stop drinking, is I worked on myself physically. I started taking care of myself physically. I was going to the gym. I was starting to eat better. Um, once I started to eat better and go to the gym, I, I, I had a, a purpose. And then I didn't want to drink as much because I was like, man, if you drink, you can't work out as much as you want. You know, it's going to conflict. So it was like adding, adding that good, um, that good behavior, that good, that good thing to my life started to pull the bad things away. You know, 
Because it was like, yo, you want do you want to party till 3 a.m. and then you have to wake up and have that uh, rugby match? Really what you want? And, and mind you, I've done that. But it was like, I don't, dude, you can't be doing that no more. Let's go. Let's start to get it together. So I started to work on myself physically. And, and in that, um, I gained confidence in myself. I started to heal a little bit, you know? Like, I carried around a lot of pain from my dad and from my mom's death and uh, God bless her. her. Her day was just uh, two Fridays ago, the, tw- the 19th. It was 12 years since she passed away. Uh, love you, mom. But I carried that around and I just, oh, it was so sad. I was so sad some days, but I released a lot of that frustration and anger in the gym and pushing those weights, man, I worked through a lot of therapy sessions that probably would have cost me a lot of money, but I did. And then I worked on myself and I became pretty big. I was, I was, I was a big dude, uh, illegally using illegal drugs, steroids. Cause I thought, Oh, I'll just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Won't have to deal with the problem. Well, happy to say that I have been drug free for the last four years. Thank you very much. Um, but anyway, do not go use steroids. There, I'm saying it. Don't go use steroids. You know, if you're you're an adult, go you you do what you want to do. Consult a doctor. Do it smart. Whatever. Um, but you got to work on yourself. Okay. So I worked on myself physically and started to clean up the diet. Stopped eating so many carbs and pizza and comfort food because I'd eat a box of Cheez Its. That's one thing I think everyone knows about me is like Cheez Its, Cheez Its, Cheez Its. I need to get a Cheez It tattooed on me. It's next step. So work on yourself and you know, it's not just physical work on your finances, work on your relationship skills. I started reading a lot of books. Um, you see my house, there's books everywhere now. I think, um, that's very important to educate yourself on the things that you don't know because there's always something that you don't know. Um, (laughs) it's, it's important. Okay. So we touched on working some purpose. So purpose is a big thing to keep you going when, uh, when hard times are around. It's like, it's easy to kind of want to give up when you're like, well, what am I living for anyway? What am I even doing this here for? They don't care. Blah, blah, blah. For me, that was there. I was there for a while. It was suicidal. You know, I, I, it was very hard. I was very depressed, but some of the purpose that drove me was my sisters, Abby. Um, we lived together. We were, we were really poor. We were, um, oh man, we were poor. And I remember saying like, we're going to, we're not going to be like this way forever. We're not going to be this way forever. And I attached my heart to it. And, you know, we've come a long way since those days living in downtown Johnstown and not having power or shower or making Christmas, making Christmas gifts out of light bulbs for our family because we didn't have anything. I was an idiot, blew all my money and it was tough times, but thinking that, Hey, it's not always going to be this way. And we're going to, we're going to have good times in the future. That was a, that was big for me. Um, it, it held me through a lot of things, it pulled me through a lot of darkness. And, you know, as I developed 
uh, you know, working on myself and, and started to branch out, I realized like, I want to help people. And that has been a big driving force for me. I want to help people realize that, you know, they can do it. They can go through hard times. You just got to, you just got to keep going. You got to work on yourself. You got to, you got to believe, 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 believe it's possible. And, um, attaching to a purpose, you know, a lot of my purpose was, is physical, uh, you know, being 225, being able to run a marathon, um, getting in the best shape of my life. Those things are, are, are good purposes for me. But as I continue on this path, it's, you know, speaking to thousands of people, telling my story in hopes of, uh, inspiring others to continue, uh, going through the trenches and climbing the mountain like that's that's my purpose and even saying that right now I needed to say that out loud because I've been I've been I've been in a rut here the last couple weeks I've been down on myself um I've been sad and uh, when I get sad I, I get quiet and I doubt I doubt and I don't produce and I don't I don't make content and because I'm just doubting myself so it's like if you revisit your dreams and your purpose they'll smash your doubt. So revisit those dreams and purpose consistently. Consistently, Joshua, and those listening. <laughs> oh, yoy. All right, let's move forward. So, okay, another, another good point about uh, how do you keep going is who you surround yourself with. That's important. That's important. Are you surrounding yourself with people who, who you know, maybe they're, they're coping with things in the wrong way. Like, yo, one of the big things in my recovery was I had to stop going around people who just want to drink all the time. And I'm not saying anything bad about these people because their lives are their lives and they're a different place. But when you're, for me, when I was going through massive trauma, loss of a father to, to suicide, the last thing I needed was to be drinking my face off and people encouraging me to be drinking my face off. Again, no call outs, nothing like that. But you got to reevaluate what the healthy alternatives are. You have to. Um, every time I've ever gotten in trouble is with alcohol. And every time I was in trouble is because I was emotionally out of control because I wasn't processing my, my feelings and the pain that had happened to me in a, in a healthy manner. And it was all coming out when I was blackout drunk. So... That, that's not only for circumstances of trauma or, or things that you're going through. It's just in life in general. Like you really are who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with, with losers, you're going to be a loser. Paraphrasing Les Brown. But it's true. But if you, but if you surround people who, with yourself with people who encourage you, who motivate you, who are out there getting it, holding the higher standard, well, that's going to rub off, right? But if you're around people who are like, eh, this sucks. Let's just drink about it. Let's just smoke about it. Well, we can do that tomorrow. Don't worry. Push it aside. Push it aside. Well, what starts to happen? You start to adopt those things. So be very mindful of who you hang out with, who you talk to, what you're feeding yourself. We go back to, you know, the physical, but it also is, you know, not just who you surround yourself with, but what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're reading. You know, you're feeding yourself. You're feeding the subconscious mind. So 
be careful with what you're feeding. If you feed yourself negative stuff, well, your lens will be tainted in the negative light. Um, okay, I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm on nine, maybe. And nine is strengths. So, learning your strengths is important. I have a coach, Adriana, wonderful woman, and puts up with me and has been there for me time and time again, especially when I go in these isolation and feel like I should, I'm not, I shouldn't talk to anyone. She constantly shows that she's there and she, she pulls me back and helps me, moves, moves me forward. She's a great coach. Um, but she had me do these, these five strengths. And it was a little tactic. Right here, right now, name your five strengths. So it's a present moment. Stay in it. Right here, right now, name your five strengths. And mine were faith was number one. Two was love of learning. Three was gratitude. Four was appreciation of beauty. And five was hope. Now, I check in with these strengths. And I realize... When I'm not on my, my A game, when I'm off track, when I'm, when I'm not operating to how I know I can be in my heart, I'm, I'm not in it with God. Number one, my number one strength. I'm not learning. I'm not feeding myself with something new. I'm not in gratitude. I'm not looking at, <coughs> gratitude's 10. I'm not looking at all the things I have to be grateful for. It's really hard to be depressed when you're grateful. Seriously, try it. When you're really grateful, when you feel that gra- that gratitude in your heart, not just listing things that you're grateful for, even though that's a great tactic. 1234 every day, four things I'm grateful for. And I would say every day. More days than I, I, I miss more days than I, I, I wish, I hope to. But, but back to it, number three, gratitude. Number four, appreciation of beauty. I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at the world and wow, this is beautiful. The world's still beautiful amidst the chaos and the tragedy. It's still beautiful, baby. Because it is. Look for those silver linings. And five, hope. Hope. Hope that it's possible. Hope that it will, it, it will be better. And hope strengthens the faith. Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you will land among the stars. Les Brown, do not pray for the storm to pass. Pray to be a better sailor. Give more than you receive. Wow. So it's like, how do you keep going? (laughs) Well, if you've been with me this far, there's a lot on your plate to do. Be the good wolf. Treat yourself like your best friend. Ooh, I skipped over number four, positive thinking. So I wanna talk about this because even that positive thinking, I know people who will scoff at that and say, blah, yeah, okay, pause it, that's not me. I like to look at all the the things that could go wrong so I'm prepared. Okay. Good. You take that time and you be prepared that way it overly and then you're going to be unprepared for all the things that go right. Think about that. Think about that. 
if you're preparing for yourself for all the things to go wrong, you will find it. You will, that will happen. But you will miss out on the things that could have gone right if you were thinking and manifesting them to go right in a positive way. And now this isn't stupid, uh, optimistic thinking that when the house is on fire, you don't need to leave. But it is, hey, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to figure it out. I'm not going to give up. I got this. What can I learn? Where are the silver linings? Keep working on yourself. Check in with that purpose. Build those strengths. What could I be thankful for? Positive thinking. Now, it's not just a theory. It is backed by science that positive thinking will change your life for the benefit. Because the reticular activating system. Now, this system is a group of cells at the base of your brainstem that is a lens for how you view the world. Now, if you subconsciously or consciously think negative thoughts or things that you, uh, this sucks, this is never going to work, why me, uh, I, I can't believe this happened, and you're constantly cultivating these, this negative mindset on all, all the stuff, the reticular activating system adopts that way of thinking, so it will look in the world for things to confirm your negative outlook. So, you know, you, you, you think about a, a yellow car, you see the yellow car, right? Well, if you're thinking negative stuff all the time, you're going to see negative stuff and it's going to confirm it. And then you're going to think, see, see, because nothing ever good happens to me. And then you self-sabotage it, screw it up. Does, nothing's good to happen. And then you're like, see, no, it's your, it's your reticular activating system, the lens that you are you're wearing. Now, if you're feeding yourself with, Hey, it's going to work out. Things are okay. I'm strong. I'm confident. Let's go. We can do this. It's possible. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm getting better. I'm learning. What does that say? Well, your reticular activating system will start to adapt, adopt the positive outlook and it will start to confirm positive things in your life. You are good. You are capable. See, it did work out. See, they, that's not, that wasn't what they thought of you. Confirms the good thing. So you have to be mindful. You have to be mindful of the thoughts that are coming in. And you know, <clears throat> I say mindful because how, how much do you run your day subconsciously? Like, think about that. Uh, my book's downstairs that I have the, uh, I think it's 70%. Okay. 70% of the, the uh, <clears throat> conversations, the subconscious conversation with yourself goes unnoticed. 70%. So if you have a lens that is negative, 70% of the information that you're filtering through is negative. What? 70%. My, my last uh, calculations is over 50. So you're living over 50%, almost 70%. That's a C. C in the negative range. We don't want that. So it is imperative that you're feeding yourself with positive, uplifting things. You're thinking that. And any thought that comes in that is not positive, uplifting, helping, encouraging, motivating, 
Fruit ninja the shit out of it and keep moving. Align it with Christ and move forward. Because every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from him, the king, the, the father of lights. Now, check in with your positive thinking. Huh. We're at 44 minutes. Now I have some uh, corresponding Bible Bible quotes that I want to that I want to read. Um, I want to say, I want to think of one Corinthians thirteen four. This is the one about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It does not. It is not proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. Never loses faith. Love is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Think about that. Love endure, endures through every circumstance. If you're going through it right now, endure. Seek love. Seek love for yourself, for for God, for your family, for the people around you. Love, love, love. It's hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. (laughs) Remember to be the good wolf. And Timothy, 2 Timothy 2.22. Look at all those twos. Run from anything that stimulates youthful lusts. Instead, pursue righteous living, faithfulness, love, and peace. Enjoy the companionship of those who call on the Lord with pure hearts. Lord, have mercy. Isaiah 57.2. For those who, f- who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die. Proverbs 10.2. Tainted wealth has no lasting value, but right living can save your life. Hmm. Or in Peter, how he shows you, how he warns you to stay in it. Stay alert. Peter 5.8. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Hmm. Or James 1.3. For you know that when you, your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. <gasps> Rejoice, brothers and sisters, in the struggle. Because it is a chance for your faith to grow. And your endurance to grow. <laughs> now shout out to my friend Gary childlike clothing psalm 116 6 the lord protects those of childlike faith i was facing death and he saved me faith again it is here let's go people james 2 22 you see his faith and his actions work together his actions made his faith complete proverbs 16 13 commit your actions to the lord and your plans will succeed 1 John 13, 18. Dear children, let's not mercilessly say that we love each other. Merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our action. Action completes the magic. You know, how do you keep going? 
Well, you keep going. You can't turn over and die. You can't. And I don't, sometimes people die at 20 and they're not buried till they're 70. Don't do that. Don't give up. I know it's hard, but it's also good. It's also good. Now, combating some overthinking. That's a lot of material here, but I think it's good. Overthinking, Philippians 4, 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Matthew 6.33, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Peter, 1 Peter 5.7, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Faith, do not worry, it says it. Do not worry about anything. I know that's harder. It's easier said than done. Be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Jesus Christ. Thessalonians 5.18 Keep going, my friends. And I hope that this, this podcast and this, this comeback to, to creation, creating, has hit you in a, in a good way. I can only speak from my experience. I don't claim to know it all in hell. I'm a, I'm a, I learn hard mistakes and I learn the wrong way more often than I would like. But I care and I want to I, I wanna help. So I'm just sharing what I know and what is working for me. To my clients, God bless you all. Thank you for trusting me and working with me. To my friends, I love you very much. Thank you for always having my back and offering a shoulder, a hand, a car, and a meal. Way more than I deserve. To my family, my sisters, I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. For those who have left. We love you and we miss you. We will see you again. For those of you still here, keep writing your story. God bless you. Stay in it. Let's go.